Hi there, I'm Kaylee. I'm Pranava. Welcome to Shrine Confessions, where we discuss everything important and everything you wish to know about. As a disclaimer, we are sharing our own opinion and we will be including reference facts. So, if you have anything to share, just send us an email or let us know on our Instagram. Now sit back, relax, because we have some confessions. In today's episode of FRC, a former in confessions, I confess I surrendered. We're going to be talking about how procrastination affected us during the pandemic. We don't mean to disregard the number of cases and deaths due to the pandemic. However, COVID-19 has affected us as students in a whole different way. And we think we should share our uh, opinions and let others know what is that procrastination? we are alone. The textbook definition for procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something. Now, all of us have our own meanings or definitions for procrastination. So I'd like to ask my fellow friends what they think procrastination means to them. Procrastination for me is deliberately finding something else to do that I can blame on someone else so that I don't have to feel guilty about not doing it. Um, So, yeah, just trying to play the blame game. Procrastination is just getting distracted. Um, It's either you just consciously or subconsciously um, choosing to give into the distraction and that just takes you in a whole different direction and uh, drives you away from the things that are more important that you have to do and so that's just me getting distracted and that's how I look in my procrastination. For how me about you, personally Shreya? procrastination is the fear of starting a huge impending task. I feel like it's something that can take a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of energy so it's really a lack of motivation and the fearfulness that I won't be able to complete it and therefore I don't start it at all. What? did you procrastinate on because they're all very different definitions to us personally so was it something similar that we procrastinated on so guilty about this but during quarantine i basically just procrastinated because why mine was distraction i procrastinated by watching stuff that weren't important i watched like so many things on netflix apart from the things that i was actually supposed to do like doing my homework or doing the bridging unit for sixth form. Instead, just like Riverdale sounded more interesting to me than doing that. So I just got distracted and let myself get distracted. So that's how I procrastinated. Um, How about you, Shreya? For me, it was that um, my bridging work was, one of my bridging work was to create a report. And I just knew that it had so many elements to it that I felt like I didn't know where to start. And because I didn't know where to start, I didn't start it at all. Instead, I tried to do every every other thing that was a small thing or something that didn't really matter. I didn't really need to do urgently. Let's say like maybe responding to an email or, you know, doing a task with my mum or anything like that. But instead of the task that I actually had to do. So I think the way I procrastinated was just not starting on something because I felt like I wouldn't be able to complete. It, which was definitely the wrong way and wrong perspective to look at it. And you, Kaylee? I I had five subjects worth of bridging work to do between year 11 and year 12 over lockdown. And I would go shopping, whether it would be online or once all the stores had opened again with in person with my mum, uh, I would online shop or I would shop in person. And that's really, it was never a good idea because A, it cost a lot of money. And B, it always just, it just took hours and hours out of the day, especially when we could start going in person because we would go to the, we would go, we would go to Blue Water, which is a really big shopping centre with two floors and probably over a hundred shops. 
and we would spend like four six hours there we would have lunch there we'd get there for our opening we'd leave like three o'clock and it would just take us all day and I'd be like oh well now I'm tired I don't want to do any work that's fine I went shopping I did something with my mum that's fine that's that's good enough for today but we would do that like most days of the week or I would do online shopping so it was always just going out doing something and it was always really just like I've got time I've got time until I didn't and it really just kind of hit home so yeah pretty pretty expensive another way I actually procrastinated was actually okay well this may not seem like procrastination but I actually helped my brother with his homework because primary schools they put so much pressure like maybe you guys don't know but because I have a six-year-old brother he's in year two and the amount of homework and the amount of work he got was like insane. So I was basically teaching him addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. And it was because he was so little and he was all those things when we were young, it was so difficult to do. And I was getting stressed and he was getting stressed that he didn't understand. And those were like the teacher's job to like uh, do it. But they were just um, putting all the work on the parents and my mum didn't want to do it. So it was just me. And so uh, how I procrastinated, that was just, that went out of topic for a bit. How I procrastinated was, um, I just let myself just be like, oh, I taught my brother. I helped my brother study. So why should, I feel like I've been, I'm tired now. So I'm not going to do any work, you know? So I'm just going to take my brother's um, helping and study as something I did, like good for the day. But that really wasn't something that I had to do, like, importantly. So that's how I procrastinated. Now, anything else, Shreya or Katie? You've said that because I think it shows that sometimes we procrastinate. Maybe things that, you know, we know we shouldn't be doing. But sometimes it's things that are maybe useful. But I think, like Pranava said before, are not on the path we want to be on. They're not particularly, like helping us towards the goals that we want to achieve so even for me um I actually caught up with a lot of my friends um over the first lockdown so a lot of my friends that you know I had kind of lost touch with um suddenly it felt like you had all this time and I connected with my friends back in Hong Kong where I'd lived before or even older friends um from uh, other parts of um other parts of my life whether that was India or um even in London and well obviously that was a good thing because it's good to keep in touch but I kind of started to use it as an excuse for not um, doing the work and the tasks that were really in front of me so I think it goes to show that sometimes we need to just stop and ask ourselves is the thing that we're doing really it sh- maybe we should limit it of course we shouldn't stop doing it but should we limit that and do something more that's actually going to be more useful to us I'm with you there I always one of the another way that it was always like trying to keep in contact with friends messaging them video chatting with them it was always a good way to go, oh, it's fine, I'm, I'm catching up with my friends, this is nice, this is, like, something the government are telling us to do, just stay in contact virtually, like, it's, it's a good thing. Um, I also had, actually, during the first lockdown, a sibling move away, my sister, she decided to move away, uh, which was a very stressful process and took multiple, multiple days, and even though I didn't need to help with the situation... I think I deliberately put myself in this situation to get away from my work. And I think that that, that like, uh, theory, that mentality could be applied to a lot of things where, like, you go, oh, I didn't need to actually help with that. Like, they could have done it by themselves, but it's fine. I was being nice and it meant I didn't have to do my work. So, 
yeah. No, but definitely keeping in contact with friends. It always made you feel good, but it was always a little part of you screaming at you going, why aren't you doing work? Um, most oh, yeah. of my family's back in I, India. I agree with you and like my family's actually spread over like most of the world and all of a sudden because all of us are at home and like it we just started to do it virtually. We just started to meet virtually. Every single day. It was like a routine. We were like we had this one uncle just calling us every single day. And we were just like we were talking. We had so many memories actually. As my, my parents just growing up together, we were talking about those memories, about my our cousins together, how we grew up in like different places and how that's like so different um from other people's lives and stuff like that. And like family relations, we've grown much closer. And because every single day before um, COVID-19, we were just doing work, school, home, like food or something, eating, sleeping, and that's it. We didn't have time. Now we have time for like so many things. Oh, sorry, I'm just going out of topic here. Coming back to procrastination. Um, Just talking to my family, I took that as um, an excuse, exactly, talking to friends, going outside. That was just an excuse to not doing the work that I was set. The bridging work, it was so overwhelming to do it like at the last minute. It was so overwhelming, but I had to do it. I had no choice or else this, I'd have a bad impression at the school. And so I think I'd, of course, it's a good thing to do it with family relations, like to build up family relations. But you also have to have like a balance. I think that's really, really hard to do with all these distractions. Again, coming back to my procrastination of how I'm getting distracted. Really interesting um, point you made there sorry, because I, I think there. we have to acknowledge that what as year 11s last year when our exams got cancelled you know from March it was suddenly like everything we were working towards for the past two years suddenly there was nothing to do you know we we had a plan in you know in our minds whether people were going to revise or not we had in our minds that there were these dates when we had these exams and you know if we wanted to get good grades and go to a good sixth form that we needed to revise and we had a plan of a, a course of action but when suddenly everything got disrupted and you know just uprooted because we didn't even know what we were going to do you know um it just it made us question so many things and then because we had a break for so long suddenly we were getting bridging work and we were thinking you know now we've had such a long break now it feels you know it feels so scary to start work again because we hadn't done it for so long and I think that also led like I said before about the tasks seeming so huge because maybe before if we had revised throughout and we'd you know gone to school that would have seemed normal because we would have done work for those five months which we didn't do at all because suddenly we were like oh well no exams so therefore no need to do any work and suddenly we realized well actually no there is some work to be done and it made the task seem so much more huge so I think that also led to more procrastination because it was kind of a vicious cycle, you know, not doing work, then procrastinating about doing that work and then more procrastination. And then it just it just went on and on until, you know, we questioned ourselves and tried to take a step back and see what was going on. So um, anything else you want to add, yeah, Kayleigh? But, um, having such a long break and not actually sitting on GCSEs definitely did not help the situation. It actually made it a lot worse. For me, it was the fact that, like, I didn't really kind of like start getting into the rhythm of like doing work after school every single day for multiple hours I think then we had such that we had that such long break but then we got the bridging work and we were like oh it's fine we've still got a lot of time left because on a normal year in past years they would have got that during like an eight-week summer holiday and they were like oh okay so they were able to space out, whereas they had two months, whereas we had, what, we had almost five, maybe even six months off. 
So we had a, a lot longer, over double of the time off that they normally have. So to us, we had like two months off before we even got the bridging work. So we were just such in the routine of just having fun and relaxing and not doing anything at all that we got that work and it was just really difficult at least for me it was just to kind of maybe just mentally process the fact that we actually had work to try and do again and that transition in really didn't kick in for me it didn't kick in until we actually like right before we got our results um it was literally less than a week before we got our results that I decided to do all of my work uh so it was I think yeah definitely not sitting on GCSEs had such a huge impact on how because we'd got into the routine of doing what is described as procrastination like tasks like watching something on YouTube or reading a book or other productive things that we're like that's a productive thing but actually in relation to like work that we have to get done and that's necessary it just we were so in use in that in that routine that we were like yeah it's fine and we just kind of brushed it off so definitely our, our GCSEs did not sit in our GCSEs it wasn't really not. online lessons but we got work for like a, about two weeks or something I remember we got work and I think doing that work, it was it was okay for me to do it at home because it wasn't that different to doing it at school. It was just, I'm getting work and I'm going to do it and I'm going to submit just online and we can't really see the teacher. And I was okay with that. But then came the thing where they didn't allow um, us doing work anymore. Nothing will be counted towards our GCSEs. And then um, came to the point, what was it? Where, yeah, again, coming to the two-month span where we didn't get any work until we got the bridging work for the sixth form. And that, I think that was the most crucial time where I just, it wasn't crucial. It was the most time where I procrastinated, where I was so distracted with, again, so many things, social media and um, obviously Netflix and other, uh, I don't know, the viewing websites. And um, that was the point. Those two months, just, I think that was the point where I was at my peak. And then getting the work, just, I just didn't, it just clicked. It, it didn't just click to do, like, why should I do this work? Uh, now I still have time and so just like postponing it getting distracted and it, it was just a cycle as you said yeah okay anything else I mean as well as I think not having our GCSEs I think there would have been normal things that 16 year olds would have done during their summer after GCSEs things like internships things like um summer jobs um or I mean obviously even fun things like you know meeting friends and festivals and holidays but as well as that things that actually would connect to their future career so suppose let's say um if they want to go into medicine if they wanted to go into accountancy whatever it was maybe doing an internship that to see if they're actually something that they'll enjoy because I think when you make your choice of a sixth form it really because we we have such few subjects it really um narrows down what you what you can do in the future so i think uh, doing that in tangible is really crucial during that summer time because you have that time off but it's also a time where you feel like before i enter this other important next important phase of my life so i think not having that as well really kind of messed with our structure and our routine for the summer because we would have had it so that we at least had maybe two or three weeks of an internship or even if it's not an internship, just some kind of, you know, ex- work experience, uh, maybe shadowing someone, anything like that, which none of that was possible. So I think along with, mm-hmm. you know, not like physical, like work from school, also acknowledging that other, year- other years had online lessons, whereas we didn't have any because, I mean, there was nothing to have lessons for. 
which obviously also had a huge impact because other people were having some sort of structured learning. Now, whether you agree with online learning being effective or not, it was at least some kind of structure their day, which we didn't have any of. So I think that kind of added to the whole procrastination of suddenly feeling like you've done absolutely nothing apart from even work, you know, absolutely nothing with your time that you feel like is useful, that it, it then made it like, oh, oh, now, so now we need to start working and actually, you know, progressing towards something they want to do in the future. So I think that definitely added to it as well, um, personally for me, because I had, I had a lot of plans of trying to do internship and stuff in the summer, which of course couldn't happen. And I think um, the, because the whole idea of virtual was still quite new at that point. Um, in terms of we were obviously, uh, we were acquainted with um, the internet and things like that. We weren't, internships were mostly happening in um, actual workplaces, which obviously wasn't happening anymore because of the pandemic. So I think that definitely um, added to it and for me as well. I think you actually like summed that up very, very well. I don't think I need to add anything to that. That was very very I, I have no idea what the word for this is um yes it was definitely well put together and a very concise thought that kind of checked every box for what it needed to mention well um i'd like to actually discuss about how did we actually try to minimize the procrastination um how how about you, Can you well Katie, i started it off with kind of still procrastinating watching kind of like procrastination videos how to stop procrastinating study with me videos things like that just to kind of like introduce I think my brain back into like the idea of the studying and then I just kind of like I said earlier I it was getting closer and closer to the point where it was I think what four or five days before we picked up our GCSE results um, and I was literally like, I've done maybe two questions on the maths bridging work and like one question on the chemistry bridging work. And I had five subjects to do some for. I would just like to add, I don't actually take five subjects. I take three. Um, so, yeah, I I just kind of then just was like, oh, I've I've got like four days, five days before I sit before I pick up my GCSE res- results. I want to be able to say I've done something before then between leaving school and picking up my GCSE results, sorry. I want to be able to say I've done something. So I just sat down and just literally from like maybe like 10, half 10 in the morning to like six at night, I just worked solid. And if no, I didn't kind of judge myself on how much I did, how much of the work I did, I just got as much done as I can if if I spent an hour or two of that like watching a YouTube video that I shouldn't be watching or something then I was like I'm not gonna like have a go at myself for it because life's tiring this like we've been in lockdown for ages we've been inside for ages like if I can't work solid all day right now that's fine that's okay like I don't expect myself to be able to um and yeah after like two days I kind of realized actually if I did both at the same time I was a lot more productive so if I had like a specific YouTuber that I really liked I would play their videos on like my laptop and I would do work on a piece of paper um so that like I could then like if I did like five questions I would then like look up and watch the video for five minutes so that it was like a give and take situation and I just I had that thing going, okay, if I, if I want to procrastinate, I can, but I've also got what I need to get done right in front of my face to remind me I have to get this done. So for me, that's kind of how I just kind of sat down and knuckled down and did it all as fast as I could. 
because we obviously had those two extra weeks after we picked up our results of where I was like, if I get this all done before, then, sorry, <laughs> if I get this done before, I can just relax for the next two weeks and I'll be like, good, I, I did all of the work, I've done what I need to, I can now just kind of like sit and relax again and just calm myself down before we go back into school and then kind of have to deal with all of the storm of getting back into actually having a structured routine again so yeah for me it was just kind of sitting down and doing it and just knowing that I had a specific time where I could sit down and relax and then kind of air quotes here procrastinate um and just know and just have a rough plan I guess of what I was going to do after to be able to then go that's my big reward I need to get this done so for every give there's a take for every push there's a pull things like that so yeah um, I think uh, I think what you said there really emphasized the point for me that in a way for a lot of people actually they solve procrastination by having a, a, a deadline or if they have you know a time crunch let's say a lot of people t- sometimes seem to think oh I have loads of time so I'll, I won't start now but then when it comes closer to the deadline they feel like oh no now I need to get it work get work done and actually that maybe stops the procrastination away for me I think it was slightly different um I was someone who kind of uh, started my work at the beginning when we were set but for me it was because as I said before it was such huge tasks um I found a lot of um I'm someone who really likes uh, nature I love being in the fresh air so uh, for me biking um or going out for a walk really helped me um so similar to Kaylee I kind of um set myself a time as to when I was going to do that and then that really helped me because it gave me something to look forward to so I gave told myself that if I finished this amount of work then I could go for a walk or do this or do that which I think really helped me out and what I did to solve my uh, problem of having huge tasks is as I said I'm going to start this for 10 minutes I'm going to start this for 15 minutes and then once I kind of got into it it then helped me and then I just kind of went along but at first I didn't tell myself oh you have to do this for two hours or three hours I just said start for five minutes 10 minutes and then actually once I got into the flow I quite enjoyed all the work I did so I kind of just carried on doing my research and doing my work so I think for me the biggest things were um the fresh air going out for walks that kind of thing rewards as well as um breaking down the things into really small bits and doing it for small chunks of time and that really helped me um to get the work done more effectively I think Uh, what about you Kaylee says about um the doing it by chunks but what I did was actually just do like one page of work or two pages of work and just then um what the rest of the day I did nothing so that's like about two hours of work and then the whole day out of like the 14 hours I'm awake and then just doing the distraction things that are more appealing to me and uh and then I realized at one point I was like no I'm not getting as much work as I can as I should and then I realized um what I could do was there's something that's um relating to Kaylee's point which was um doing five minutes or five questions and then do five minutes of um just a free time but I looked up what there was a name for this technique and it's the Pomodoro technique and it's P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O yeah so um that technique yeah it's really really good and um 25 minutes so what it is is um you work straight for 25 minutes and then you have a break for five minutes and then you work straight for 25 minutes and have a break for five minutes. And it's actually really, really like efficient. I'm actually really surprised. 
and um, I, th I actually really re recommend it to the year 11s now but for doing their work, 25, yeah, 25 minutes of um, work and then five minutes or maybe 10 minutes if you're feeling like, no, I did too much work for it, then yeah, I'd, I'd recommend doing that. And um, Katie, I heard you had some like uh, thing going on with your Apple phone that helps you do this. So can you go with it? iPhone XS. Um, so on the iPhone, uh, on the settings, you have screen time. And under that, you can set time limits for individual apps. Um, and I use that for like as a general thing uh, to one um, block apps for like different times. So I'll have like half an hour for my social media apps and like three hours for my uh, entertainment apps like my YouTube, my Netflix, my Now TV, things like that. So that I can watch a couple of episodes and then I'm done. But I also have like downtime hours. So that's night times from 7.30 to uh, 7.30 in the evening to 7.30 in the morning to kind of reduce how much time I go on my phone before I go to sleep so that I can kind of sleep better. I also now try, I now try to get at least half an hour of reading in because I don't, re I read a physical book so that it's not my phone. It's not that blue light that's not good for me because especially with online learning now, I'm looking at my laptop all day, my phone, my iPad, I'm always looking at a screen and it gives me quite bad headaches. So I find before I go to sleep, reading a book that's not on a screen, it's actually in person with like two nice lights on that's like not directly in your face. It really helps to kind of settle everything down. And um, that really works for me. Relating to your Pomodoro method comment, the five, 10 minutes comment, that, that may be good for like uh, flash revision. But if you're actually trying to sit down and study something like a topic that you only learned a few days ago or something that you covered months ago or years ago, if you're in GCSE years, that you may have covered like beginning of your nine, maybe beginning of your 10, depending on when you start the GCSEs, um, actually maybe sitting down and like doing 25 minutes or and then having a five minute break or doing 45 minutes and having a 15 minute break. Because I think the shorter times actually how much you're studying you're, you're less likely to get actually a lot of productive stuff done because you have that time of like getting into it which takes like two three minutes or like setting everything up or moving things around or realizing oh I need this from over here or I need to find the right page so actually I think a long what you time said at the beginning about um the half an hour of reading and thing because I think I've definitely been someone who's always enjoyed reading but I think what I found um especially towards kind of the end of year 10 the beginning of year 11 is I felt like I had so much to do that you know I would say oh no I don't have time for reading or no I need to get less sleep so I can do more work and I think that really had an effect on my mental health because it actually made me procrastinate more because it was something that I really enjoyed. I always enjoyed reading different kinds of books, different genres. And um, it really made me think that, oh, you know, by doing this work, I'm missing out on things that I enjoy. And that made me kind of, you know, think, oh, no, I can't do this. And it kind of made it worse. Um, so what I definitely realized with a lockdown was... Um, these habits I think you know are things that people always tell you you know get out eight hours of sleep read but I think they're so so important um whether you, whatever you like to read whether that's non-fiction fiction any genre anything um even comics whatever you know whatever you enjoy reading that doesn't have to be educational something that I think you know transports you in another world especially now with the world we're living in something that transports you to an imaginary world somewhere where you know the problems that we face every day aren't there and it just for a while you forget where you are and 
and definitely sleep is a huge huge thing I think for your focus for your concentration which definitely always again with your procrastination helps as well so I think these things like this are just sleeping eating well um fresh air reading I think all those things are really basic things that people always tell you but I think they're so 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 important and I think definitely on the theme of procrastination help as well um uh, any final uh so I think coming back to my advice for year 11 I think these are things I'd like to say like focus on the basic things um which will on uh, the really basic things that Kaylee mentioned before as reading sleeping there's just focusing on the if you got those things down I think it will definitely help in um making your procrastination minimizing your procrastination as much as possible um Kaylee what would you uh like to say as a final way to end this so I would say happy. I confess I surrendered by playing the blame game. Confess I surrender Another by one? getting distracted. Yes, that I surrendered yeah. by just feeling so overwhelmed by the task. I, I hope you have a nice day or a nice evening. Enjoy yourselves and I hope you come back to listen again. Bye.